Welcome back, Joshua. Welcome back. And welcome back, bug catchers, to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Tandile. Sandile. AKA Tanner Greenring. And I am joined, as always, by my co host, Trubosh. Trubosh. Trubbish? Did you see a Trubbish? Yeah, some janitor in. Uh, oh, shit, that's right. Some janitor well, in some building in Castilia City. Had you it. think he's a janitor. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. He's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no spoilers. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. To the bug catchers, it's been merely a week since we last talked and since we last um, inserted ourselves into their ears. <laughs> that's awful. But for us, it's been a couple weeks. Took some time off. We had some summer vacations because here in mid August, it's still summer. When you're listening to this, Bug Catcher, it's, it's, it's what? Like, it could be any time, honestly. It's like literally unclear. Time is a flat circle. Joshua, we are playing through each Pokemon game, gym by gym, week by week. We did take a little time off. We did. Because we were overwhelmed with work. But it's been an overwhelming year. We're back playing with Pokemon White and Black. Black and white. And we are on gym number three. Berg. <laughs> Alec Berg. 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 Great John Houseman name. Berg. You have to do the H. Berg. I was just launching with a, a Seinfeld quote right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, Alec yeah. Berg. Is there someone called Alec Berg in Seinfeld? He's one of the writers, but then there's a character in the show who's in one episode named Alec Berg as well. Oh, okay. And Jerry's like, Alec Berg. And then he's like, great John Houseman name. And I'm like, I don't know who that is. Yeah, Alec Berg. He's got a good John Houseman name. Yeah. Alec Berg. <laughs> Mr. Berg. Gym leader Berg. Berg. Gym leader Berg, and you encounter him well before you get to his, his little gym. He's one of these uh, Lance types where you kind of have to do some missions with before you're able to take him on. Yeah, you go on a whole journey with him from Nacreen to Castilia. We start our journey in Nacreen City. We've just defeated gym leader Lenora. Before you can do much of anything... Lenora's Weasley little husband runs in. <laughs> I was just looking at the image from the anime, and he is a Weasley little. <laughs> is he? I'm gonna click it. Bookworm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look at this dork. <laughs> God, what does Lenora see in this dude? He has those like awful little half rim glasses on. Yeah. Looks terrible. He looks like the anime version of a super nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sprite. Yeah. Like he just picked up his glasses. He runs in. He's like, "Hey, congratulations on the battle. Good job. You did a good job earning the." whatever badge <laughs> yeah <laughs> but team plasma's here right now in the museum that is this gym mm -hmm. and they are causing a lot of chaos out there they're wrecking havoc can you please come out and help us so of course you and lenora run out and you bear witness to team plasma's grand scheme of stealing the skull off of that dragonite skeleton but they just call a dragon skull they still can't piece it together <laughs> Nobody can just call up Professor Oak, like... <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still confused on the timeline here. Maybe Professor Oak is de long dead. I don't... I don't... I don't think he died. You know what? I, I, gave, I gave them shit last week for not knowing who Dragonite is, but, like, if you drop me in, like, the middle of, like, Vietnam and I saw some, like, lizard I'd never seen before, I wouldn't know what to make of it, you know? Yeah. The world is full of wonders. The world is full of, like... Interesting animals and flora and fauna. And I, I barely scratched the surface on that shit. I guess that's true. I'm not a biologist, not a zoologist. You know, I know a lot about Pokemon now, but I don't know anything about real animals. 
I've met some real animals. I've met a few. I met a koala bear named Tanner once. You've talked about the holding a koala bear, but it, yeah, his name was Tanner. You didn't mention its name was Tanner. Yep. And I he has gonorrhea. Right. Yeah. You had that in common too. <laughs> All koala bears have gonorrhea. Yeah, you used that fact before. Well, it's an interesting fact, Josh. And they're fine with it. It doesn't bother them. Let me hear your koala bear fact. Let me hear your koala fact. They're stinky. You know why? The gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. Yeah. Not familiar. I don't know if that's actually true. If if you're suffering with gonorrhea, bug catchers, I apologize for implying that you stink. I'm not totally certain that that's actually the case. Okay, here's what we got. Dr. Lava to the rescue once again. Yeah. Red and blue and ruby and sapphire occur concurrently. Okay. Gold and silver and diamond and pearl occur concurrently. Okay. Black and white, they don't occur with anything else. But does he have any indication on what, like how far apart they are from any other mythology? Let me see. I don't think so. This is from Toshinubu Matsumiya, who's a scenario writer for every Pokemon generation since Yellow. In 2014, he tweeted that Gen 1 and 3 take place at the same time, 2 and 4 happen later, and Black and White are after that. How much longer after that? Unclear. Guy? He was silenced. He had to delete the tweet. <laughs> silenced by Pokemon Company. But And then all the other like Google results are like Zelda-esque timeline theory of like, when all these things happen. But in any yeah. case... I love digging into that stuff. Uh, me too. I've gone down that thread many times. Yeah. But that does imply at least there is no reason they shouldn't know what a Dragonite is unless like somehow the region is that isolated. Or that far in the future. That's true. Yeah. And like Dragonites are dead. Yeah, except I know what a dragon is. Interesting. I guess they know what it is too. They just call it a dragon creature. They just don't know that it's an actual dragonite. They're not positive. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I feel like we got somewhere with that. Lenora and Hawes are off the I'm hook satisfied. not realizing it's a dragonite, but they're not off the hook for being weasels, especially Hawes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you go out and sure enough, Team Plasma's there. He's stealing the dragon skull. I don't exactly remember why. They never say one of these <laughs> one of these sages uh later. Gorm, <laughs> which I are—I mean, it, just the name, Gorm. Yeah. Let's just leave that there. All that Gorm says later is like, this is actually not important to our plans. We can afford to abandon the Dragon Skull because it's not the legendary Pokemon that Team Plasma seeks. It's completely unrelated, but he doesn't say. And no one is like, can I ask a couple of follow-up questions yeah i have i have several follow-up questions well what are you going to do with this dragon skull and what is the legendary pokemon that you seek right we know that dragonite is not a legendary right it's like a pseudo legendary yeah he's a pseudo legendary so it's just for like getsis's like dragon skull collection yeah well you should talk i, I, I can literally <laughs> see some of your dragons behind you right now <laughs> that's true i also have a dragon skull collection yeah. Uh, you chase them out. They throw down like a smoke bomb. Oh, it's a smoke bomb. And when yeah. the smoke clears, the dragon skull is gone off the Dragonite. And you run outside with Lenora and with little Weasley Little Hawes. And uh, you're introduced to a new gentleman called Berg. <laughs> yeah. Berg. An artist. And yeah. he hails from Green City, but he went to the big city to make his name. He went to. New York. Yeah. Forget about it. Uh, Castilia. New York. New York. Yep. If you ever want to hear Josh sing that, just stay up until midnight on his birthday. 
and wait till he gets really drunk. It's going to be back this year. Castilia City is where he is the gym leader. And sure enough, like now, once once you pop, you just can't stop. Like you're surrounded at this point. <laughs> it's Lenora, Hawes, Berg, and then of course Charon and Bianca up here. So there's a lot happening. But you've dedicated yourselves to following Team Plasma along with Berg and Charon and Bianca to recover the Dragonite Skull. And then the journey begins, Joshua. Yeah, head west from uh, Nacreen toward Pinwheel Forest. I've already done a little oh, bit yeah, of Pinwheel Forest. Oh, yeah, you did Forest this, didn't you? Yeah. Last week. I didn't go into Pinwheel Forest, but I did some of the outskirty stuff. But so. you caught a timber. Caught a timber, yeah. Who's no longer a timber. So I did all this. You get rock smash from some kind girl. Oh, yeah. She just gives it to you. It's like TM now, too, right? Yeah, it's back to being a TM. Which is actually sort of nice because you can teach it to a Pokemon and then like overwrite it. Yeah, later. it's a lot better this way. And especially that like, you know, th- in this case, it's useful that you can reteach it if you need to. I like turning less popular HMs into TMs for the sake of training over them yeah me too that's good i still don't like reusable tms but right make flash make waterfall make whirlpool make rock smash make all of the strength even well strength should just be a rock move and then it would be okay yeah you also did you not get this you get flash from some guy in an alleyway in castelia city oh do you it is a tm it's a TM. Why are you going into alleys, creep? But some man in like a black suit behind a garbage, a dumpster, like accosts you in a, a dark alleyway. Kind of, I'm not here to victim blame. Kind of your fault for going into the dark alley. Yeah, especially when we learned last gen in uh, Saffron, where that random guy is like, "I don't like being in this alleyway." And I'm like, yeah. "Don't be in the <laughs> alleyway." Either. And I didn't learn the lesson. Now I don't either. Because you said all that. I got was all I got was flash yeah. from some man. <laughs> Before you ever even leave Necreen City, you're approached by who gives it to you? Is it Fennel themselves or is it Bianca? It's Bianca. Which thing? The dowsing machine. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, the dowsing machine. Is this item finder? You want to talk about this? Oh, is it a segment? Yeah, it's a segment. Hell yeah! Okay, hit me. What item did you find this week, Joshua? The dowsing machine. Mm-hmm. Dowsing. Which is the new dowsing. Is it dowsing? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I've always said. It's dowsing machine. You're right. Dowsing machine. I mean, I don't know what dowsing in that case means anyway. But I don't either. Let's look up the etymology of that. And it is itself the evolution of an item finder. I think item finder is kind of a better name. It's a little more straightforward. But the dowsing MCHN. Connects with your X transceiver. It's like a another app or attachment or something, and it just scans the area for whether or not there are hidden items. But it uses little. The new thing is that this one uses like little like pinball machine. Like, oh, that's what a dowsing machine is, isn't it? It's little rods that you use to find water. I think generally. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I have seen that. Dowsing is a type of pseudoscientific divination employed in attempts to locate groundwater, buried metal or ores, gemstones, oil, grave sites, malign earth vibrations, and many other objects and materials without the use of scientific apparatus. Okay. 
I have seen those in like movies. I think it's made up. Yeah. And in this case, it just finds literally any hidden item. Um, it's not quite as convenient as like the uh, the item finder or the dowsing machine that we had in like, I think in Gen 4. I, don't, I never use this shit. That one you could just leave on. Oh, it was like passive, right? If you have to like map it to a button, no, absolutely not. Yeah, you have to add it to a, you have to select it or make it, you know, register it. Yeah. But it does stay open as long as you don't like go into a new area. But uh, it's not as convenient. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't care. Maybe if this was a Nuzlocke run, I would be, but it's not, so I'm not. Yeah, I I don't love this one. I think I like the Gen 4. Dowsing is a pseudoscience. The scientific evidence is that it is no more effective than random chance. And this is from Wikipedia. So it's made up. It's nothing. All right. Thanks, Fennel. Good job, dowsing machines. It works in this game, though. To some degree. Yeah, you get it now because Pinwheel Forest is like full of items on the ground. Like all these forests in the Pokemon games are. Do we want to talk about the exterior before we dive into Pinwheel Forest? Yeah, we can touch on it. This is what I did last week. There's a nice nurse lady at the beginning of the route who will heal your Pokemon for you, which is very nice. Crucial. Because you don't have to run all the way back to Nacrine. Yeah. Mostly it is uh, little punks. Yeah. And by little punks, I mean literal children with like galoshes and rain hats on yeah they're like preschoolers (laughs) who else is around here it's like it's it's no it's literally preschooler preschooler juliet preschooler homer youngster kelta it's a lot of children youngster kita and youngster zachary there's also lots of uh fighting type pokemon the the grass here is teeming with um timbers timbers and, and temples throws and temples and what's the other guys well, temples are just water i think sock yeah i did pick up a timber yeah uh, as you know from last week loving him i love timber he's a girder now i'm upset i won't be running one you can if you want they're they're pretty ugly yeah i know we talked about that last week too they're very veiny and pretty ugly they are but the pokemon is superior like throw and sock don't Why even do evolve. They, this is clearly the stand-in for the Machop line, right? Yeah, and Throw and Sock are like the stand-ins for Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. Right, but like, I don't mind Throw and Sock's designs, but the Machamp line is heinously ugly, and then they just did it again. They're like, let's take the Machamp line, let's give them big sticks, and let's make them just as ugly. And maybe more veins. More veins. Pinker, more veins. Larger veins. <laughs> They turned up the vein <laughs> dial so far that it snapped right off. Right. And they're like, what do we do now? And it's like, well, I guess it's just stuck on more veins, you know? So, yeah, they, they got veins out the wahoo. I still like them, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying it. He's a good Pokemon. I had to settle for throw is what I caught in here. I kind of like the design of throw and sock. They're cool. I like their little outfits. The little martial arts bros. It's again, who's putting their outfits on them? Or is it part of their body? Yeah, I know. You should talk to Steve Human about this. <laughs> Steve Human would be having a headache. Is Steve Human out here now? <laughs> He's just out cruising, you know? A lot of friends. Looking for some, looking for some trim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the, the thing about... This little exterior area. This little exterior area is there's a thing called Challenge Rock. Yeah, they all talk about it. And that's why there's all these like fighting Pokemon out here, apparently. You've posed the question to me here in our show notes. <laughs> did you do Challenge Rock? And yeah. my answer is yes. But what do you mean, did I do it? 
do the challenge. Because what I did was I approached I approached Challenge Rock and it was like, do you want Beam to break the rock? And I was like, yes. And it's like, Beam broke the rock. Here's a star piece. Yeah. That's the challenge. <laughs> the challenge is a having challenge. a fighting Pokemon. <laughs> And then they use a fighting move on oh, it. Oh, is it just a fighting Pokemon? Yeah. You just, you oh, already had okay. one. I found it out because I didn't have a throw yet. And I went up to it and it was like, use a fighting move. Oh, okay. I, I had like beam at the front of my party. So it was like, do you want to use beam to break this rock? And I was like, I guess. Yeah. So I was pretty confused when you were like, did you do challenge rock? It's like, yeah, but I didn't do much, you know? Yeah. But you get a star piece. I don't know what a star piece is. I don't know what it does. You could sell it for 4900 bucks. Oh, so yeah. I spent a couple of days training out here. Well, you can only do it once a day. But that's like a good farming. Oh, you can keep coming back to the challenge rock? Yeah, you just keep oh, hell yeah. knocking hunks of star pieces off that thing. Nice. And that's like a good amount of money for this early in the game. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll go back. But it's an easy challenge, and that's the end of that little area. Let's dive into the interior of Pinwheel Forest, Joshua. Yes, please. You go in, Berg immediately stops you. He's right there at the entrance, and he says there's two routes inside yeah. of Pinwheel Forest. There's the easy route, a straightforward road that goes due north towards... Um, it's the Sky Arrow Bridge. Oh, yeah, the Sky Arrow Bridge. Or there's the complex... <laughs> windy lost woods route full of trainers and full of deep grass and full of team plasma members right that will take you forever and you have to like crawl through logs you're probably gonna get ticks oh definitely i'm making berg do a tick check on me when we're done yeah stripping down butt naked it's like safety first berg you check every nook and cranny my friend <laughs> i'm not catching lyme disease do a little sketch for your next art gallery opening while you're yeah, at yeah, it yeah yeah well yeah that, we'll, we'll kill two birds with one stone still life sketch and yeah there's check. that uh there's that mossy rock out there just <laughs> i'll pose on it go to town uh but yeah he he decides to take the quick due north route yeah. road <laughs> and he makes you take the long roundabout yeah the winding forest path he's like oh i'm a, i'm a seasoned gym leader <laughs> i've already seen all that that's good for a young child with a level 12 uh <laughs> patch rat yeah <laughs> you'll be fine so there are there are tons of trainers in here. There's tons of grass. Um, I I caught a little sweetie cutie that we'll talk about in level check in a little bit. I did catch Amon in here as well, who's on the team. And then every now and then you'll encounter some team plasma grunt uh, who's like, I don't have the skull. You'll have to keep venturing further into the woods to find the team plasma member who has the skull. One of them claims that you're only following him because you want their cool outfits. And I'm like, do yeah, have cool outfits. We, like, you know how cool your outfits are? Like, yeah. Like a modern, like, lie, man, it's pretty cool. Knight, Crusader, King, or some shit. Yeah. Like, of course. Eventually, you wind your way through some, like, logs and stuff, and you find your way to uh, the, the sort of, like, top end of pinwheel forest yeah is that where you encounter gorm yeah you make it to like i think it's the third or fourth grunt yeah and he's in this like clearing and you crush him i don't even remember they all have it's a fucking purloin i found out last week that purloin um is an actual word and it means to steal something Yeah, of course i didn't know that oh but yeah you crush him and then uh 
One of the seven sages comes up. What's Gorm. What do you mean seven sages? But we got, got introduced to that like last episode, I think, where Getsis is one of them. It's nonsense to me. There's a couple more in this episode. Gorm. That's some world building shit that I have yet to have get access to. So I'm just sort of in the dark on that right now. Okay. I'm sure they'll give me more at some point, you know? Yeah. But I, I like the sage thing. It makes sense with everyone's like outfits. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about, I don't know if we have a segment for this, and I don't know if we need a segment for this, but there's sort of a new segment I want to pitch, which is the opposite of trainer danger. Okay. Maybe you call it like trainer bangers. Trainer banger. I don't know what we want to call it. Banger, I hardly know her. You seem to have taken issue with this trainer type, but I actually thought that their character design was incredible. They look like little Carmen Sandiego's out there. Oh, oh, that's not my problem. My problem is what they're wielding. The ranger trainer type. The ranger is hot. There's the female ranger who looks just like Carmen Sandiego. Yeah. Except like in a skin tight outfit, like very sexy. Totally. And then there's the male ranger who's also very sexy, but has like a little... A little whip with a pokeball on the end. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, buddy, you don't have to do that. You can just throw them. You're overcomplicating the pokeball situation by having it out the end of a whip. Yeah. And wouldn't you want to have the whip, you know, separate for its own, whatever for, you want? For your own kinky purposes. Yeah. It's not going to feel good if you're wailing on your lover's butt with a pokeball, you know? That sucks. <laughs> Um, I think these, I think the sprites are cool. They look cool as hell. I think the ranger is cool in general. They, I think, were introduced in Ruby and Sapphire. But what my problem is, is that there's three of them. Uh, okay. I also like that they, they jump out of like shrubs, like those ninja boys trainers. You do like that. I like that. I like everything about it except the Pokemon they have because it's once again three of them. And each one has one of the the pan seer, oh, pan yeah. sage, or pan poor. They're hot on the the pan monkeys. And I just like did not remember how much they really like try to force feed you these this oh. pan line. I'm on the ranger page, ranger trainer type page on Bulbapedia. Me too. And both sexes of the ranger trainer type just keep getting sexier and sexier as they go. I mean, look at their animation in black and white too. Oh, look at their berets in X and They're Y. They're just so hot the whole way down. <laughs> they never not get hot. Yeah, this is a good one. I know like several seasons ago, we talked about like what type of trainer sprite we'd be. And this is pretty powerful. God, you know what? I, I don't think I'm up for this. I don't think I've got what it takes to be this sexy. You know, you can't even be this cool no. and hot. No. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't think I could do it either. Uh, Those boots in the in the first everything is so skin tight on, yeah, on everyone. Both of them. Yeah, <laughs> they just look so cool. Eventually, the girl gets the whip. It looks like in maybe X Y. Oh no, they're little zip ties. They're little like handcuff zip oh. ties. That's doing it for me. That's unlocking something in me, in deep inside of me. Yeah, you know. Yamahama. Yamahama. The Rangers. Hello, that's my that's my trainer bangers of the week. <laughs> banger trainer? No, trainer banger. Trainer I banger. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Of the week. We'll try it out. So you defeat Gorm and all the, the Team Plasma grunts. You defeat the grunt, but Gorm is just trying to like, he comes out of nowhere and he's presumably trying to like kill you. 
But then Berg, Berg, and Lenora come out suddenly. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. they like block him. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck it. Yeah. We don't really need this dragon skull anyway. I don't frankly even remember why. And then they, we, do, we just let them escape. Yeah. Who cares? They gave back the <laughs> dragon skull, you know? Yeah. Don't do it again, you guys. And they just leave. So the dragon skull is safe back in Lenora's loving hands and off to Nat Green City to be replaced back on the, the Dragonite Skellington. Skellington. I guess it's not a Skellington. It's a fossil, right? Yeah. There's a difference. Big difference. Then it's on to Sky Arrow Bridge. Quite the set piece. Yeah. They put in a lot of R&D on this. And totally useless. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially just like a five-minute walking sequence. It's basically them showing off, yeah, like, like we can do some 3D stuff. <laughs> Did you did you encounter anything interesting on your Sky Arrow Bridge journey? Uh, Tell me. You get a quick claw. after this break. <sighs> Support for Experience Share is brought to you by Manscaped, uh-huh. the best in men's below the waist grooming, and in my opinion, Pokemon grooming. I agree. From what I've seen, I'm very impressed. We talked and what I've experienced at length in the last ad about how manscapes precision engineered tools would be perfect for elevating i would say the look uh-huh. of some iconic pokemon we we talked about probo pass getting got uh, them all cleaned up taking a probo pass at that little mustache of his right <laughs> that's right uh, he cleaned up real nice you know i use the nose and ear hair trimmer uh-huh. and my nose and ears are looking fly i can tell yeah i'm i really like it <laughs> it's a whole new man i'm looking at but the real star of the show in the manscaped ensemble uh-huh. is the the lawnmower 4.0 the lawnmower 4.0 is the cadillac of the manscaped collection it lets you customize your trim with additional guard lengths that take you from a size one to a size four wow and by size i mean length. Yeah. <laughs> it charges wirelessly. A lot of different sizes involved down there. I would like to see the lawnmower put to use on a little Pokemon that I think perhaps requires no improvement. Okay. But there's a sick sense of curiosity. You are known for that. Uh, that is eating away at the back of my mind. And the question is, what would Tangela look like Tangela. if it didn't have any uh, whatever, whatever. If it's, it's lawnless mode, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the seaweed is it seaweed? Just take this thing over to it and just let it rip. And what see do you what's under, under there. there? What do you think is under there? It's just a big ball of black fuzz. It might just be a nut. It might just be a, a testicle under there. Oh, it could be a nut in there. Yeah, or like it. An acorn, but I guess it could just be a just testicle. a testicle. Manscaped engineered the <laughs> ultimate groin, body, and tangela trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Ouch! Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Yeah. Bug catchers, pick up your own manscaped trimmer today. Head to manscaped.com and enter the code EXPSHARE for 20% off plus free shipping on your order. Hachi, machi. Your balls and your <laughs> tangla will thank you. Thank you, Manscaped. 
Sky Arrow Bridge, they really pull out all the stops on this, but then they like they don't bother turning it into anything. No. It is a long route where you just have to hold down the up arrow. That's the real Sky Arrow. There's not a single trainer. There's nothing interesting. There's one guy at the very end who will give you a quick claw. And like you can see little boats go under it. It's cool for what it oh, is. Oh, it's cool. It looks amazing. It's just totally useless. Yeah. And I think it's supposed to be like the Brooklyn Bridge. Maybe or maybe the Verrazano. I don't know. It's it's very modern. Right. I made the mistake of walking clear to Castilia City. Realized I was already at the next city and then turned around and was like, well, I surely missed some stuff in Pinwheel Forest. I didn't go up the road that Berg went up. Oh, right. Yeah. I'll need to go back and do some training there. Walked all the way back to Pinwheel <laughs> yeah. Forest. And then none of the this. fucking trainers on the road wanted to battle right like berg took all the fight out of them yeah he not only takes the like paved like straightaway that just goes to skyro bridge he also cleaned up all the trainers <laughs> like there's plenty of people there but none of them want to fight you no they're all like bedraggled they're like licking their wounds yeah so i have to back over skyro bridge to castilia city wow you claim that unova is the us of a yeah. I mean, this is like clearly Manhattan, though. Castilia. And by extension, Castilia City is is Manhattan. It's a pretty big city. I would say, I think like the US of A, like trivia from Bulbapedia is like interesting. But to me, it just feels like other than the desert area, which is where we're going next, um, it feels like Unova is really more of Unova is really more of a like just New York state. Here's the thing, though. And less like... The United States. Castilia is shaped like... Lower Manhattan. No, like a like almost like a... It's got spokes. There's like sort of this central park, and I know... Don't jump on that. Okay. I mean, you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you not to jump on that. Yeah. And then ever the main streets kind of radiate out from that, and I'm trying to figure out like what town that might be. My best guess is maybe like Boston? Like some of these old colonial towns where they sort of had like the the town green, you know? New York is an old colonial town. Philly? Philly doesn't have cruise ships. Well, I don't know. There's the Royal Unova is the cruise ship. I don't know. It's not that big of a ship and Philly's on the river. I mean, I think maybe Boston. I can't think of a place in New York where there's one central park. I mean, I can think of a place in New York where there's a central park, <laughs> but... <laughs> Where there's a park with well, it's all the not main gonna... streets radiating out from it, like spokes. Well, uh, what are they going to make it just literally? They can't do that. They don't have the technology. Uh, I guess you're right. Well, literally mimic it? That Spider-Man game did it, like, last year. In this game, We could fly to our old office. Like, 2011. But, like, not fly, but, you know, flip. And there are a bunch of piers down in lower Manhattan. So, like, yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's pretty well established that that's what this is. Fine, it's Manhattan. I don't care. It's a big, <laughs> bustling, metropolitan city. Castilia City is sort of the, the Celadon of black and white. It's the big city. It's got all the skyscrapers. It's where Game Freak HQ was located. Yeah. <laughs> There's no um game corner. No, and New York is also not a gambling town. And that's oh, you're right. Well, there's off-track betting, OTB. Sure. That's gambling. That would be fun. You could look at Stoutlands running around. That'd be fun. Stoutlands and Blitzels. Is there like a Greyhound style dog Pokemon? Um, Houndor and Houndoom are sort of on the right track. Ooh. Dog Pokemon. 
he searches. Yeah, I think honestly, Hound Doom is probably the closest we're gonna get. Very lithe. Yeah, I think that's right. Very lithe. Lithe as hell. And, and fuck all these people who are like, oh, don't forget Arcanine and Growlithe. They're not dogs. Um, I don't care what the Pokedex entry says. They are certainly dogs. I mean, they're not dogs. Growlithe? They're tigers. Pokedex entry is the hey, puppy Pokemon. Hey, they're tigers. It's the puppy Pokemon. Look at it. Oh, and look at the I don't know who Pokedex this is. Entry. Who's this? Boltund. That looks like a fast dog. Oh, it's the evolution. Boltund is an Electro-type Pokemon introduced in Gen 8. It evolves from Yamper. It's the evolution of the little electric corgi. Oh, I like that little electric corgi. And I like Boltund. This is a s- slick sweetie as well, yeah. That's a cool dog. I like that dog. Oh, well, we're quite a ways out from you experiencing God, that Joshua, one. you're letting us get so sidetracked this episode. I, I think I have to take the wheel at this point. You're going to have to take the wheel. So how I navigated Castilia City. Yeah. Obviously, you go to the Pokemon Center first. Oh, and the Pokemon Center is like, it's like the M&M store. Yeah, it's giant. <laughs> it's this big, like, gaudy storefront in the middle of this shining metropolis. And it's the first thing you see, too, which is not good. Right. And I don't know if you've ever been in the M&M store, Bug Catchers, but it's a nightmare. It's scary. And especially in COVID times? Oh, yuck. Shut it down. That's the last place I want to be in M&M, the M&M store. There's some guy in there who, like, was trying to give me items based on how many people I've traded with. Where, the M&M store? Obviously, I couldn't do. Yeah. In yeah, in in New York City as well. <laughs> Last time you were at the M and M store, there was some guy. That was the reason I thought it was New York. It's like, oh, there's a guy who offers you items based on how many people you've traded with in both the M and M store in real life and Castelia City. Yeah, in the Hershey store. <laughs> wow, they really did their research. Yeah. <laughs> also, the best Olive Garden in the nation in Castilia hands City. down the best olive garden in the nation was in times square and i think it's now shut down i think it's been shut down for many years. oh i shut it down personally when myself and two <laughs> other friends went there more when we came down sticks. to new york in college uh for thanksgiving and we went out until like four or five a.m the night before and we were like let's just go to that olive garden in times square and we all puked yeah <laughs> hell, of a, hell of an olive garden it'll make you puke yeah uh, i don't think it's there anymore Times square has gone to seed there used to be a beautiful place called mars 2112 now that's 20. a good memory when we all went there you went to that outing company. yeah it was it was like the the death rattle yeah we got in like it must have been like the week before it closed it, was it literally like was half the like games bug catchers and, like, if, the you whole restaurant if you don't know closed. what mars 2112 is it was a <laughs> themed restaurant where you got in by going on a motion ride that took you on a space launch to mars yeah when you exited you exited out the other side and you were on mars and all of the servers were dressed like martians the entire dining room looked like mars and there was like an arcade it was like a it's david like buster's david buster's but it's on mars yeah but it's mars theme <laughs> and it's like hellish red everywhere it was a beautiful treasure that we didn't appreciate enough and it closed down but we patronized it we tried our best oh yeah we did our best but we didn't go there enough what a treasure that was and we let it slip through our fingers yeah and now look what we got what's in that space now probably like a fucking like retro gym or something you know what is there are you looking it up bon appetit just released a eulogy for mars 2112 <laughs> on march 
on March 19th, 2021. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was a beautiful space. People are still thinking about it. Do you want to know what my one of my saddest and fondest memories was? Yeah. DC Comics headquarters is right by where Mars 2112 used to be. And before I went to go interview the guy who wrote and like ran Batman... I stopped at Mars 2112 and had a drink to like calm my nerves because I was so anxious about meeting this guy. Oh, personality drink? Yeah. It was the best decision I ever made. Of course you want to go to Mars 2112 to have a, a personality drink before meeting the guy who makes Batman. Yeah. I don't remember where it is. Do you remember where it was? It's 1633 Broadway. 1633 Broadway. It's MongoDB's headquarters. What the hell is that? MongoDB. It's like a database service. That sucks. That does suck. What a treat we had, and we wasted it. Shame on you, New Yorkers. But catchers, if any of you is a New Yorker, shame on you. Yeah. For letting this slip through our fingers. Anyway, Joshua, you're supposed to be taking the wheel. <laughs> After that, I went to Game Freak, paid a yeah, tribute. Game Freak HQ. It's the same. Yeah. It's the metaverse where they tell you to come back once you have, you know, X number of Pokemon. Yep. The directors are there. I, I don't think you get anything in it. I didn't get anything. No. I didn't get an Eevee. Is there an Eevee equivalent in this game? No. There's not some, like, Pokemon who turns into, like, ten different types based on stones? No, they they never do that again. Eevee is its own... That's a cool little trick. Own thing. Yeah. Uh, then I went to Battle Company. Now, that was interesting. Battle Company. A new conglomerate has entered the scene. Mm-hmm. Silfco, Devoncorp, and Battle Company. Is Battle Company where I met the janitor? Yeah. Battle Company is a R&D group for battle items. It seemingly assists in like testing Pokeball technology, but I think they farm it out. Like maybe they're a subsidiary of uh, Devoncorp or Silfco because they don't like really seem to have their own stuff, but they try out things like they've got a bunch of clerks, like lawyers and scientists. I think they're a B2B place. Yeah. Just because yeah. you, the consumer, isn't aware of what they're doing doesn't mean they're not doing something. They're B2B services. That makes sense. Yeah. So you can access the 47th floor and the 55th floor. And this was cool. You just battle trainers. Yeah, there's just a bunch of trainers. And eventually at the top of the end of the 55th floor, there is a janitor sprite yeah behind a computer which is a familiar sprite to me because it's the sprite i use on pokemon showdown oh that's right yeah for mr squirt <laughs> i use this fun little gender he's got like a mop in one hand and a pokeball in the other and he's got two pokemon yeah one of them or I me mean, you want to talk about Trubbish. oh sorry you know what i erased it trubbish was gonna be my you make me barf pokemon of the week and i took it back because trubbish even though it's garbage it's like a dog poop bag. Yeah. Even though it's garbage, it's kind of cute. I think Trubbish is cute. Garbador is, is ugly. I was going to give Trubbish the you make me barf, but then I looked at it. I was like, even though it's garbage, it's cute. So I can't do it's it. It's kind of cute. Yeah. I can't do it. So I take back what I was going to say. Plus, I imagine you're going to have one on your team at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a Trubbish. And then he has a little sweetie called Mincino. And Mincino is Joshy Sweetie. I mean. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. <laughs> yeah, Mincino's quite a little cutie. And he's got a cutie little name, too. It's like a cappuccino. Yeah, it's fun to say, Mincino. And then the evolved form is Cinchino. Cinchino. Also very And cute. a little sweetie. And a little <laughs> also scarf. Also, too, with its own scarf. 
Yeah, and then it turns out that this lowly janitor is doing a um, undercover boss. He uh, he keeps himself humble. He's the he's the president president Jeff of uh, <laughs> yeah president Jeff of Battle Company, and he keeps himself humble by acting like he's a janitor. He's undercover bossing, and he gives you the experience share of Pokemon podcast. He does. Yep, he gives you the experience share, which is very helpful. Yeah, so nice to get it early. Very on. helpful when you only have four Pokemon on your team. Yeah, and it is still it's still the good one where you just you have them hold it. Yep. So great. Harken back, Joshua, to maybe two thousand eight when the Nintendo three DS first came out. Uh huh. Okay. And it was cutting edge. It was so much fun. Not 2008, 2012. Yeah, I think it's this year. I think it's 2011, actually. There's a feature... Because I bought one, yeah. There's a feature on the Nintendo 3DS where one may turn on some kind of like meet and greet thing. The C gear. Where if you pass someone else with 3DS, their information is ported over to your Game Boy. Right. And vice versa. And like sometimes they bring little puzzle pieces with their me, you know, and like... They have a little message, and they're like, you know, Kanichiwa. Yeah. It was very fun. I remember going to Comic-Con in 2012 and having my Game Boy 3DS on me and just collecting a million Miis. This was the hottest technology in the world. Oh, yeah. And Pokemon Black and White was not about to pass it up. No. So they've inserted a building into Castilia City. That is the Passerby Analytics HQ. Oh, yeah. Which I think is supposed to be the Pokemon equivalent of this weird little, like, me game where you can, like, kind of collect people's profiles, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's 2021 now. It didn't, It didn't. like, it barely worked for me. I've been turning on my Seagear communications, but uh, nobody has been uh, getting picked up, as you might imagine. Yeah, nobody here in central Connecticut is playing Pokemon Black or White right now. No, I, I never really got to mess with this, but... This is cool. I wish I had been able to do more with this. The little like capture mechanic in 3DS was so cool. It was so much fun. Yeah, I guess you collect like trainer IDs and then right. if you can get other people to answer survey questions, yep. then you can come back to this passerby analytics HQ. And then if you complete all the survey requests, you get a rare candy. That's a long walk for such a little drink of water. I mean, a rare candy is great, but it's not that great. I think there's multiple surveys, so you can get it multiple times, but it's still not, like, that's a lot of effort. I agree. Yeah. Speaking of a lot of effort, I did the only thing you can still do, which is answering questionnaires that this assistant asks you, and it's like solo. Yeah. You can issue them to other people, but I did all of them. There's eight. I did one. And uh, I did one and gave up. It's very personal. It asks you, like, what's your hobby? And then it has, like, six options. And, like, I said movies because that was the best option I had. I said sounding. (laughs) I don't think you went to a different type of uh, analytics HQ. (laughs) Um, Look that up, bug catchers. Wait, don't look that up, bug catchers. Don't look that up. No, that's a trainer (laughs) danger. Do not look that up. There was one that asks you like what your job is and it's got a creator, which I was like, that's pretty, uh, (laughs) that's pretty like, um, that's, that's the future site. Prescient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then they also have job hopper. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. Itinerant. But anyway, I did all of those and then I, I spent probably 20 minutes on it or something and I got a soda pop. You got a soda pop? Yeah, you get a soda pop. You know, there's a guy at the f- beginning of every gym who'll just give you a fresh water, which is, the, I think, the same 
healing stats is a soda pop. Soda pop, I think, is a little better. I think. Is it just a little bit better? Sixty, but uh, is it a little bit better? I don't know. I didn't spend twenty minutes doing the the questionnaire, so I didn't. I didn't one, know so I what know. I would get, so yeah. I thought it could be good. Joshua, you want to know what I wasted a lot of time on this week? That it looks like, according to our notes, you also wasted a lot of time on this week. Yeah. <laughs> At the Central Park of Castilla City is a uh, is a, a little break crew. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to the Summer Olympics in 2022. Yeah, they're bebopping and scotting all over town. Breaking. Yeah. yeah. We're not calling it break dancing anymore. We're just calling it breaking now. Is that true? That's what the Olympic event is called. I didn't even know it was an Olympic event, much less that we've dropped the dancing. In 2022, it's going to be an Olympic event. It's a new Olympic event. Sure. Yeah, I would watch that. It's break dancing, and there's a break dancing crew here in Central Park. Yeah. In Castilla City. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> You need to... They got lost in the big city. (laughs) Yeah, who doesn't? (laughs) You meet dancer Mickey, and they're all pans. Oh, they're definitely all pan. They all have... They all have pan monkeys. Oh, I thought you meant pansexual, but yeah, they all have pan. Oh, yeah, they no. all have well, pan no, monkeys. They all have well. pan monkeys, but they're all also pansexual. <laughs> Once again, they're put it, shoving these fucking monkeys down your throat. I know. The first one, dancer Mickey, challenges you to a fight, but also like asks you to kind of find his cohorts. Yeah, which are dancer Edmund and dancer Raymond, who are on various side paths along Castilia City. Yeah, and then once you find them all. They give you what do they give you? Amulet coin. Oh, uh, they give you the amulet coin, which is a which is a tidy little. So that's better than a fucking soda pop. Yeah, that's a tidy little item. But it did take me. I mean, I redacted amount of time to find these people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll also say there's a bunch of buildings that are unnamed, and they just have fucking random people in them. Some of them just don't have anything in them. Yeah, there's a couple of abandoned buildings. There's <laughs> one where it's just like an office, so maybe it's an office party. But you just talk to people who are, like, carousing. Right. And then, at the far north of town, before the exit, I have a trainer danger to issue. Because I went into this building, and I went up to whatever the floor was, and I met a man who says that he invented a secret machine, and it has a password, and he won't tell you what it is. Okay, I don't care. And then over in the corner, there's a clown behind a computer, and if you talk to him, he says, Oh, are you Joshua? My name's Mr. Locke. How do you know your name? I don't know. And then he said, he's a magical clown who can open anything, and he says he'll see you again soon. Mr. Locke, the clown. Magical clown. Who knows my name without me introducing myself. He's to the north? Yeah, it's in like one of the buildings on like the street that leaves out of the city. Oh, I didn't go north. Well, I did at one point when I was looking for these uh, break breakers, break yeah. dancers. Break. Are they just breakers? I don't, know. I don't know what we refer to the people as. Okay. When I was looking for the break crew, I went in there. Check it out. I, I or I wouldn't I wouldn't check it out. I don't think I will. It sounds very haunting. Did he then like disappear? <laughs> Locke. No, that's the end of the dialogue. But he says he can open anything for you. Well, open this guy's password locked box. I mean, yeah. And I talked to the other guy after I talked to the Mister Locke, and he still said he has a secret password. This but is he a won't nightmare. tell me what it is. Sounds like a fever dream. I just ran out at that point. Mister Locke. Are you seeing if Mister Locke is? If like- you search Mister Locke Pokemon, the top result is a game faqs link that says what's up with mr Locke?" (laughs) yeah what does he do and what does he open it's an event item oh 
In Pokemon Black and White, it would have been the only way to obtain TM95 Snarl, but it was never released. Weird. Why keep it in the game? What a fucking creep show. He has the Lock Capsule, which is an unobtainable key item that's been in the game data since Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. What the fuck? Not legit- legitimately available in any this is game. Like some dark web shit. Some like creepy pasta shit. The lock capsule also contains a letter read by Mr. Lock upon opening it. This is in the game data, I guess. I entrust the technical machine in the lock capsule to a trustworthy trainer in the Unova region. What the fuck is Don't Snarl? allow it to fall into the hands of villains like Team Rocket. Team Rocket's not in this game. Oh, I guess because it was originally programmed into HeartGold Soul Silver. Oh, right. Snarl. Is a damage-dealing dark-type move. It's not even very First good. First introduced in Gen 5. So this would have been some weird, like, event or side quest where you could get TM95. And then they didn't do it, but they were like, well, we already, you know, we put in the work on Mr. Locke, so. we got to keep the creepy clown in here. <laughs> keep this weird clown. It's only a million people's absolute nightmare, so let's keep it in. Right. Joshua, the last notable landmark in Castilia City is Castilia City Gym. It is. Obviously. Well, there's other landmarks. There's lots of docks. The Unova, uh, Royal Unova is docked here. It's a big cruise ship. Yeah. There's like various people you can talk to on the piers. There's this Castilia cone that everyone is ranting about, but it's winter in my game, so it was closed. So I can't get one of these tasty sweets. Yeah, same. The main attraction is Castilia City Gym. You try to walk in and you are interrupted yeah. by, who is it, Charon? Yeah, he's like victorious yes. against Berg. And then a moment later, Berg comes out as well because Team Plasma's in town. Who would have thought? Where you go, Team Plasma goes. So they're once again causing chaos all over the place. They steal Amuna from... It's not from Bianca. It's from some girl that Bianca's like. Oh, it's Iris. Yeah, Iris. And then you have to like find them in this big city and get the mana back. Yeah. You do find them in one of the abandoned office buildings. Yeah, you go down to a pier first and then like this grunt shows up and then he turns around after he sees you. And then, yeah, you you go back up and then it's just it's 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 some building that's just across from the gym. The fetch questiest of stuff of fetch quests yeah in the, in the well they put in all their effort on programming mr Locke, and they they didn't have time to really invest in this right part. right right uh you end up in some uh, abandoned office complex and there's a team plasma grunt who just has two sand dials <laughs> yeah. two low level sand dials who are pretty easy to to dispatch ko'd and then you are met by getsis yeah they just pack so much fucking dialogue in this game this little speech from Getsis after you beat the team Plasma Grunt is honestly like 10 minutes of dialogue. Yeah, like one of the sages, I think Bronius, because it's Bronius and then Gorm is here as well. And one of them says like, uh, we're trying not to have to like forcibly take everyone's Pokemon. We're just trying to win a war of words. And then, right. it's, and then they fucking talk for 10 well, you're, minutes. You're doing it. So you're it's like, warring, yeah, you're warring at me with words. Here, I'll give you a Pokemon if you just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I have to record a podcast about this. <laughs> so, like, I want to read everything you have to say. Yeah. But, like, guys, this is a lot of dialogue. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, if, if if you don't have to record a podcast about it, 
feel free to hammer through A because it's just more of like it's typical like Pokemon villain shit where they're like, here's our grand scheme. We'll sort of like tell you about everything we're doing. Yeah. We're liberating Pokemon and we want to, I don't know, we want to liberate them in order to like, I don't know, pay tribute to the legendary Pokemon of Unova and who cares release it or something. It's by far the weakest motivation for a villain team. I think it's more straightforward, at least, though. Well, Team Rocket is the most straightforward. What's his... uh, Team Galactic was very off the rails. I don't even remember what Team Galactic was. With the the Nazi leader? Yeah, well, what are they trying to do? I remember the ones where they were like, (laughs) let's let's make the perfect world for Pokemon. (laughs) That was Sapphire and He wanted to release Palkia and Dialga... In order to unleash Garatina. Oh, to have like he was going to wield the power of Garatina to like recreate the world in his image or something. That's like, that's Thanos shit. That's just convoluted. Like, at least this is like, okay, fine. You want to like release all the Pokemon Pokemon, for like. But they want to do it in an evil way. Yeah. So yeah, you defeat them. They give you back the mana. I don't know why they're so obsessed with manas too. They want the dream dream powder. Yeah, yeah, dream mist. Because they want to use that in order to uh, get into people's dreams. Yeah, the Inception yeah. thing, and then get them to release their Pokemon. Straight they give you Once again, fucking Gorm just caves. He's like, we don't need the money. <laughs> and he just like gives it back to you. Or gives it back to Iris or whomever. Right. Just like gives up immediately. Like, you went to all the trouble. You fucking kidnapped the thing. You made me chase you around this fucking big-ass city. Like, you guys are... I know you're trying to do it in this, like, dignified way where you just, like, convince people, but, like... It's not working. You are evil, so let's see some, like, villainy here. You get some dumb berry for doing it. Just take a fucking swing at someone. Yache berry. (laughs) Yeah, you just get a berry for all this. What the fuck? (laughs) I don't want a berry. This little lad's not interested in any berries unless they're coming served with cream. But also, like, there's no berry trees in this game. And I haven't gotten a berry pot yet, like we did had in last gen. No, I think that's why they're, they have all these mechanics to, like, shovel I, berries down. Get, I get the berries out of my I face. I just don't want any. I'm sick of Give this. Give me something useful. With the, I still don't like berries. Give me a TM. Yeah. Give me a rare candy. Just give me, give me an interesting Pokeball. I don't care. I'll take it. I'll take an interesting Pokeball. Give me a Dark Ball. Even Those if I cool. don't want it, I can fucking sell it. I can't cool. sell a berry for more than like five dollars. Yeah, you can't even buy a, a Castilia cone for that amount in this town. Once <laughs> you are done with this mission, Joshua Berg says, "See you back at my gym." Yeah, and then there's one thing left to do, Joshua, and it's to head to the Castilia City Gym. Well, to take on Berg. There's one other thing, actually. But first, it's level check. Level check. <laughs> Do you want me to go first? I always make you go first, and I only have four Pokemon still. Yeah, why don't you just go first? Mr. Keepsies is a hoarder. He collects trash that he finds on the street. <laughs> He's my character this gen. He found a Geode, <laughs> who's evolved into a Bulldor. Yeah. Level 28. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This thing is a tank. Yeah, I'm jealous. I love Bulldor. You know what? I'm not disappointed with a single one of my Pokemon right now. They are all OP in different ways. But Bulldor is just, he is a he is a hoss. He can just take a million hits, and he's got some really great ground and rock moves. Uh, love Bulldor. Beam, who has evolved into a Girder. Girder. Level 25, again, uh-huh. has some incredible moves. 
really fun stuff. Yeah, it's a good one. I ran, I've mentioned that, but I ran that line. I enjoyed it a lot. Incense, my Muna, still just a totally reliable psychic type Pokemon. Crazy move pool. Had to do a decision, and I literally looked it up to see what the right call was here, and it turns out there's no real consensus, but it came with Yawn, right? which guarantees a, a Pokemon will fall asleep in two moves if it stays in battle. But then it attempted to learn Hypnosis, and I was like, well, I'm not going to have two sleep moves on this thing. Which one do I want to go with? Interesting. And the consensus was that like, there's no right answer if you're doing in-game battles, Yawn is much better because NPCs don't know how to switch out Pokemon. Right. But if you're battling humans... But I will, yeah. You don't want to do Yawn. But Hypnosis is so unreliable... Right. That, like, it essentially, like, evens out. Yeah, because it's so often you're wasting a move. Right. Isn't it 55%? Yeah, I just kept Yawn. I kept Yawn. Yeah, I would have done that. And, like, long-term... Unless, it also learns Nightmare. It learns some, like, good Oh, it moves. does learn. Okay, I was yeah. going to say. Unless it learns Dream Eater or Nightmare, like, you'll probably drop it. But at that point, maybe you keep it. Mm-hmm. And then a new Pokemon that I caught in Pinwheel Forest, Cotton Ball. Oh, yeah. Cottony. Cottony. Level 24, who's also a remarkably good Grass-type Pokemon. It's got some great moves. It's got, it came with Mega Drain. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which is great. It's got Leech Seed. It's got... Poison powder. Cottony. Hell of a little Pokemon. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. It's remarkably similar to one of the little Pokemon on my team. But that's my four Pokemon, Josh. Once again, a thin week Yeah, for Mr. Keepsies. I think this is the furthest I've gone into a season with not a full team. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. But I guess they're doing fine. When you only have four Pokemon, their, their levels tend to excel. Level 24 is my lowest and 28 is my highest. I don't even have a level 24, so. <laughs> what are we dealing with, Josh? Although I had to train some new Mon because I replaced. Yeah, me too, Cottony. Yeah, but I replaced Mon that I had sunk time into because I decided last episode I'm not going to have any Pokemon that you have to keep it a little interesting. Yeah. On my side. Who you got? So what I got is Jerry. Oh, so Joshua is a big Seinfeld fan, and he's making his way through Nova in trying to become a big comedian. That's his thing. Oh, like Stan. This Joshua. Yeah. Yeah. So he's naming his Pokemon after his favorite Seinfeld characters. So he's got Jerry, Mm -hmm. Dewatt, level 20. Not a lot of use this week. Lomez, who is just one of Kramer's random friends who you never see. And I thought wasn't going to make the cut. You gave it a trash name, huh? Yeah. But you're loving it. Lomez, I think, is my favorite of Kramer's friends. Yeah. So Lomez was a Pidove. Pidove. But it's made it up to Tranquil. It evolved into Tranquil. And a it's much more handsome Pokemon. And it is a beauty. And I'm, I'm loving it now. I thought it was going to get cut. But now it has Air Cutter. And it has Roos. Is it pure flying? I think it's flying normal. It's flying oh, normal. What a terrible combo. <laughs> I mean, but whatever you're having fun. With. I think at some point it's definitely going to get axed. Oh, even even unfazant is a normal flying. Yeah, but I'm going to get it up there just because like that's close enough. Do you have a male or a female? I have a male. Ooh, male is the little mask. The, the male green. the male sprite is so much better. Yeah. Who else you got? Then I got uh, Sue Ellen Blitzel. I decided to double down. 
because I do want an electric Pokemon. It's level 22 now. Okay. And Sue Ellen Mishki, the uh, Oh Henry Bar heiress, she learned Flame Charge, which is great. Like, that was great for the gym. What do you mean the Oh Henry Bar heiress? Her character. Heiress <laughs> the candy bar? She's Elaine's quote unquote best friend, but they hate each other. And part of it is because Sue Ellen Mishki is rich as hell because she is going to inherit the Henry candy bar fortune. Got it. Okay. And she doesn't wear bras. Elaine? Hi. Oh, great. It's the braless wonder. Who does she think she's kidding? Look at her. She's totally out of control. And then we have Alton Benes, Elaine's father. Hurtier. Level 19. Fine. And then we have a main character here. Elaine wow. Benes is, is on big. the field. Elaine is probably actually my favorite character, so this is big. Uh, Petalil, level 18. Oh, Cottony's counterpart. Yeah, and I was just looking through the stats, and like they have the same number, but the distribution is different. Petalil's thing is like special attack, and then Cottony is more like speed. Oh, that burns you up, doesn't it? You love speedy Pokemon. Yeah, but I'm loving what I'm seeing from this move set as well. Like, it's already got growth, leech seed, sleep powder, and mega drain. These little grass Pokemon, they're just so great. Yeah, and you get big root at some point. What a good job they did. I mean, you might want to consider it also because it increases the amount of HP that you steal. I didn't encounter a big root. You should look up where it is. I mean, it must be in Pinwheel Forest. But I don't remember where I got it. I'll have to go back and find it. Its ability is own tempo, so it can't get confused. And it learns pedal dance in its evolved form, Lilligant. And why would I name it Elaine? She doesn't know how to dance. The little kicks. So you'll be seeing some little kicks out of this thing eventually. Hey guys, I want to make a toast. Um, here's to those who wish us well. And those who don't can go to hell. <laughs> All right, who's dancing? Come on, who's dancing? You want me to, you want me to get it started? I'll get yes. it started. So welcome to the team, Elaine. Beautiful little grass type Pokemon that each of us has. Yeah, definitely. I like both. I do think Lilligant is more... Well, Whimsicott's fun. It's got whimsy. Lilligant is just like... Sexy. Yeah. Yeah. And Elaine's sexy. Yeah. 90s sexy. Well, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, I mean, she still looks as good as she did back then. Oh, yeah. You seen Veep? (laughs) Obviously. And enough said. Her movie with James Gandolfini. Didn't see it. Always spreading the word on that one. (laughs) Definitely see it. It was his last movie. I remember. Uh, And it's on HBO Max. And uh, and also a newcomer, Joey, who Uh, uh, when Kramer is trying to become a karate master and he takes the class with a bunch of kids. Not for the team, huh? (laughs) Probably not, but like, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I usually like having a fighting Pokemon, but I don't. I don't love that it doesn't evolve, but it's throw. It's level 20. Throw and sock. Cards on the table. Who you like more? Oh, I do like throw more. Okay. I agree. I like the design a little bit better. Sock is a little too human-like. 
At least Throw is like cartoonish. He's squat. He doesn't have a neck. Yeah, Sock just looks like a weird, like humanoid, like alien. Throw is also the judo Pokemon, and Sock is the karate Pokemon. Throw's got more of like staying power. Like I think it has higher HP, although lower attack. Yeah. But I'm more of a throw guy. I think I am too. I think I agree. But we'll see if it if it'll stay or it'll be a throwaway, huh? It's one of those Joshua jokes. That's the uh, cast. Six Pokemon, huh? Yeah. W- what a treat that must be. <laughs> I know, but look at my levels are so low. I know. Not that low. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I guess level 18 isn't great, but... Well, that one, I got it at level 12, and I haven't gotten to spend that much time. Because yeah. I couldn't use grass against a bug trainer. Yeah, yeah, There's a lot of bug trainers on these roots. And Shall we the gym talk this week? about the main one, Berg? Berg's Berg. gym is a bug-type gym. It's a beehive, and the trick, the mechanic in this gym is that you have to step on buttons to open doors and then sort of slime your way through big walls of honey Yeah. Uh, to battle creeps, to battle harlequins. It's more of these fucking clowns. Everyone has the same, like, three Pokemon. It's like Sawaddle. Sawaddles, yep. Venipede, and Webble. Yep. That's what they all got. That's what everyone has, except for... Um, Berg, who has the, what I assume is the evolution of Venipede. I thought about putting that on my team for a second, because the final form is cool. But it's just bug poison, and like, I don't think I have time for that. But it's, yeah, Whirlipede, level 21. Dwebble, level 21. I like Dwebble, and I do have access to Dwebble. Dwebble is kind of a cutie. I thought about it for a second. Dwebble has become my go-to in Unite as well. Oh, you use Crustle? Yeah. Yeah, that one is is pretty, it's tanky. It's good. Yeah, I'm still sticking with, uh, what's his face? Cramorant. <laughs> and then the final Pokemon, Joshua, that Burke has on his team is my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Oh, yeah. I was wondering, this is like literally the last Mon. The Vanny. The Vanny. Too sexy. Yeah, it's a sexy praying, praying mantis. mantis. They've they've made it so incredibly sexy. It's like hippie, it's got lots of it's hips, got slender legs that go legs. all the way down. <laughs> Two little antenna that you don't want to know what they get into. Yeah, it's sort of like it does this little like kind of doing this little dance. Oh yeah, it does a little like curtsy when it comes out. What a sexy Pokemon Levani is. So gross that I have to confront that. I did a quick check. I don't know if we want to do it, but there's some art. <laughs> uh, okay, let's do it. Welcome to Fur Affinity Check, Admin Tanner. This is where we look at the beautiful art that talented internet artists have made of sexy pokemon and it's often even not even sexy or maybe not sexy to me it's often like empreg oh and wow. inflation and feet look at this one called levani libre swimsuit edition oh, yes. <laughs> that looks good oh my god i think imessage just blocked me from sending that they were like too sexy <laughs> tim cook tim cook's like too sexy no that came through tim just wanted to take a personal look at it before he sent it along to me she's like ripped and busting out of everywhere you know i feel like we started this segment i don't know if fur affinity has gotten tamer yeah or what but like i am not aroused by any of these pictures no i'm not either they added a butt to her a big butt 
I don't I'm care. Not, I'm not getting out the sounding rod for this. It's no Whitney and Miltank, yeah. you know? Like, primetime was season two, and it's just, it's diminishing returns, and maybe that's because we've seen too much, and it just doesn't get us riled up anymore. I don't want to yuck any yums. I'm not here to yuck yums. If you're into if you're into inflation, if you're into pregnancy, if you're into feet, that's fine. No, when we don't yuck yums on experience. You here. do you. Like chase your bliss. But like it's just not doing it for me and I want sexier photos of Levani, you know? Yeah, we need sexier photos. Not photos. It's a fictional character. With sexier we Pictures. need sexier images. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. Maybe this is doing it for you. Maybe you're getting hard as a rock just looking at these pictures, and that's fine. But I just, that's I need fine. something. I need something. I guess a little more. I don't I don't know if this is the right way to say it. A little more vanilla. Like, a little more just kind of straight. Not straight. A little more um, conservative. I don't know. I just, I want to see it. I, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. No. But, like, I think I would prefer, like, classic sort of, like... You know, P and V. P and whatever you want. P and whatever. Yeah. We're reporters and we just, we like to report and we're not impressed with the Lee Vinny art. Do you want to talk about Berg at all, by the way, while we're here? Not really. I mean, I had flame charge on Blitzel. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, physically. Oh. Berg's sort of an interesting looking dude. He's kind of this Godspell, like, clown hippie. Oh, yeah. He looks like he's right out of the 1960s. He's got a butterfly belt buckle. Yeah, he's got, like, tight little well, he's like, an artist harlequin pants on and like a a scarf and big floppy hair and he's doing a like move like he's sliding out onto a stage yeah. in the 70s i kind of think he's cool looking yeah i like it i he could get it i'm not gay that's fine so i don't think i have any authority to say this but i want to encourage you joshua a gay man to examine <laughs> yeah. whether or not you feel like berg could qualify and i really want you to look at the pokemon black 2 and black white sprite oh i am looking at that sprite to tell me whether or not you think berg could qualify as a gay icon oh i think so yeah i mean i think he's a queer icon i would say because in black white 2 he's got what looks like a cocoon that he throws off yeah and then it's, it's cool. like a cape for a moment <laughs> and we know so what cape cool. means <laughs> might be a bisexual definitely a queer icon we love it. Yeah. Berg is great. He's just got this, like, he's, he's got, got an this energy. pizzazz to him, you know, which I find really appealing. Yeah. What a cool dude he is. Oh, yeah. he's He's got a big cape in the anime. <laughs> Does, does it look like a cocoon? <laughs> it's green. It's like a leaf yeah, okay. in the anime. Sort of like Swaddle. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm into Berg, other than his very sexy Levani. Berg is good. Yeah, he can um, get it. I, I handily beat him. Uh, he had moves that were super effective against Bulldore, but... Well, and Lee Vanny would have. But Bulldore had lots of super high-powered moves against him with his, his rock type. So I got through him quick and easy. I think um, Dwebble killed uh, Blitzel, but it was fine. Yeah, Like, I got off a couple of flame charges, and then I just brought in Lomez, the tranquil and use some air cutters and the yeah, air cutters yeah, yeah. just tore that up so yeah no problem no issues here with berg yeah hell of a, a fun time we had with him anyway uh sort of you know looking at his pokemon with the male gaze and um <laughs> looking at him with the, and then the male gaze looking well. at him with the male gaze as yeah. well yeah <laughs> 
So we got the insect badge from him. Struggle bug TM. Joshua, we are headed northwards towards a gym. Nimbasa City. Nimbasa City. I remember this leg being really good. Do you? I'm excited about this one. Well, we will cross that bridge, Joshua, when we get to it next week. In the meantime, my name has been Tandile, uh-huh. a.k.a. Tanner Green Ring, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Trubosh. This is Experience Share, a Pokemon podcast. Please do rate and review the show everywhere that you do those two things, a.k.a. Apple Podcasts, and do follow the show everywhere that you do that thing, a.k.a. Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, wherever. Are they all following these days? No more subscribing? I think it's all like a follow mechanic now. Oh, I don't know what that means. Spotify's impact. Yeah. And then give us a follow also. Yes, please. On Twitter and Instagram at expsharepod. Check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. We put up various things. We put up level checks. We put up audiograms on Twitter and Instagram. And then we'll we post sexy pictures notes, of Levani. Show notes on the subreddit. We'll do it. We don't care. Yeah, it's probably more for the sub, though. We're not cowards. We'll share that that uh, Levani Libre. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to. <laughs> yeah. We'll put some tasteful uh, sensor We might forget because that's going to happen three months from now, but... If you remind us, yeah, remind us. We'll we'll find we'll post it. Post that sexy picture of Levani. Yeah, and buy some merch. Yep. at expsharemerch.com. Lots of good merch up there. We're gonna try to work on finding a new supplier to get some of our DQ'd merch back on the shop because we did get some, frankly, unfair copyright strikes from the Nintendo Corporation over the summer. They pulled all of our show art. <laughs> yeah. With no explanation, even though it's certainly transformative if we had a lawyer, yeah. which we're not going to pay no. for. If anyone is a pro bono lawyer who wants to help us take on one of the biggest gaming companies in the world, yeah, because they won't sell, let us sell a few shirts, uh, please let us know. But otherwise, Pokemon Company, thank you. You've been very gracious in letting us do a Pokemon podcast about your hit games that we love. And I'm disappointed that you won't let us sell an You Make Me Barf shirt because it's got... I don't even know what at this point. I don't even know. That one we've never figured out. (laughs) (laughs) It's Pokemon parts, and it's very unclear what a lot of them are. But God bless you for doing God's work, Pokemon (laughs) company. Um, Joshua, I will see you next week. And I'll see you. Smell you. And I'll smell you later. I'm out of practice. (laughs) Bye, Buckcatchers.